Welcome to the Live the More podcast, where we explore going deeper in intimacy with God, finding meaning and satisfaction in our day, and making a lasting impact in our world. You know, there's certain terms that when you've heard them long enough, you start to really wonder, what do these mean? I remember about, I don't know, seven to ten years ago, starting to hear more and more about big data. And everything was big data oriented. And, you know, you needed to get your data into the cloud and things like that. And at the start of 2020, when the coronavirus pandemic became more and more real, especially to those of us living in the West, words like burnout and chronic anxiety and overwhelm became more and more a part of a public discussion. And we at Live the More, in our effort to to discuss and and discover ways to live a long-term, sustainable, thriving life that's 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 marked by flourishing and that seems to be the life best lived. We want to dive into one of those terms over the coming weeks, and that is burnout. Now, if you've listened to any of the previous podcasts from Live the More, you'll know that burnout is a part of not only my story but also the story of those we've interviewed. If you go back to the episode with Sverker Weissglass, the ragamuffin Swedish pirate who we interviewed, uh, he talks a lot about spiritual burnout. Spiritual burnout was a part of, of my journey as well, but there was also a vocational burnout. And so over the coming weeks, I want to talk about what is burnout? How do you define it? What are some of the symptoms? And how can you overcome it? How is there a light at the end of the tunnel, and, and how can you still live the more? Can you still pursue the more of who you are and who God is and what it means to live in community when you're dealing with something as intense as burnout? So for just a few short minutes, I want to spend some time setting the context and really defining some terms so that we can go deeper in the coming weeks. So first of all, the WHO, the World Health Organization, defines burnout as resulting from chronic workplace stress that has not been successfully managed. Chronic workplace or other types of stress that has not been successfully managed. And it's characterized by three dimensions, feelings of energy depletion or exhaustion, increased mental distance from one's job or feelings of negativism and cynicism related to one's job, and reduced professional efficacy. So these are kind of the, the, the symptoms and the descriptors around workplace burnout. And some of those key terms there are, are chronic, stress, and managed. When you think about your life, I wonder, can you relate to this? Have you been in a situation where maybe that faucet's been dripping so long at work or at home as a parent when you have diapers to change and you have crying babies who are waking up in the middle of the night and laundry that never seems to be done and meals that never seem to be fully managed. Can you relate to that drip, 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 that constant flow of to-dos and then the feeling of stress that you're never going to catch up and then the feeling of this is overwhelming, I can't do this any longer. Or maybe for you it's not uh, something at home Maybe it is something at work. Maybe it's an innumerable amount of deadlines and projects 
uh, a number of things that, that you wish you could hand off to someone else, but it seems like you can't. And so you get crushed under the weight of working 50 to 60 to 70 hour weeks, and then that becomes the norm. And you start to, to feel resentment towards your job and resentment towards the people who are asking anything from you. Or maybe that's not your story. Maybe for you it is spiritual. Maybe it's that you've been following Jesus for some time and you've been going to church and you've been participating in all the Bible studies and you volunteer to help set up chairs or uh, serve the poor on the weekends or fix Christmas lights in the church sanctuary. Whatever it is, you've been giving and giving and giving. And you're tired, but you feel this sense of, of, I don't know, compulsion. Like, you need to do this. And you can't take a break. And wouldn't the people around you at church be disappointed? Wouldn't your pastor be disappointed? Wouldn't, wouldn't God be disappointed? And so you push and you push and you give and you give. And, and spending time with the Lord and Bible study is really just a part of uh, your work anyways. Because you're thinking, oh, well, how can I teach this? Or, or oh, I'm, I'm glad I'm checking this box so that, you know, if someone asks, I can say that I did this. Maybe that's a part of your story as well. Well, this dripping faucet of to-dos and compulsory tasks that at first may have had some life, may have had some joy, but now they're starting to really wear on you and it's feeling a bit like you're being waterboarded. You've got the towel over your face. You can breathe at first, but that water is coming down and it's suffocating you. So what do you do? How do you overcome burnout? How do you recognize when you're heading towards burnout? What do you do to avoid burnout? And what do you do when you've reached burnout and you feel like there's no way out of the hole that you're in? Well, as you know, this is a part of my story as well. Um, Back in 2011, I had been in vocational ministry for about six and a half years at that point. I had a master's degree in theology and biblical languages. I felt very competent, very confident. And I was living overseas and working very, very hard to give my best to local pastors and to the Hungarian people. I was living in Hungary at the time and just wanted to serve. And I had poor boundaries, (laughs) didn't say no a lot. And I gave and I gave. And by the end of that time, uh, I realized that I was insecure in who I was that I resented the people I was supposed to be serving because I felt like they never could get enough of me. And I blamed them, though I really needed to take ownership for my own issues. And this was a part of my journey in reaching burnout. And I actually did burn out and uh, ended up stepping away from vocational ministry at that time. And it was a very challenging time for me because it was the death of a dream. It was... Uh, or at least the delaying of a dream, I should say. It was uh, a feeling of failure, a feeling of, wow, I can't hack it. And I was only in my late 20s at that point. Um, It was a very challenging time. And so if you're out there and you're a stay-at-home mom or a stay-at-home dad and you're, you're feeling crushed under the weight of all that there is to do in your home and or if you're a, a working professional or if you're just someone who's trying to follow Jesus and it seems like nothing is ever enough, I know your story and I've been there. And so today, uh, in addition to just defining burnout, I want to talk a little bit about some of the causes and some of the results and pain points 
And then what I'd like to do in the coming weeks and and some of these shorter Live the More podcast sessions is talk through practical tips, tricks, uh, success stories, ways that people and myself have been able to recover from burnout or avoid burnout altogether. Now, as we said at the very beginning, this is a really important topic for our day and age. Uh, as I record this, we are in the middle of another Omicron or another variant spike, uh, the Omicron variant for uh, the coronavirus pandemic. And many of us are feeling burnt out from this. We're tired from having to wear masks all the time or not knowing whether or not we've had enough vaccines or, you know, whether we should get vaccinated. There's a lot of information out there that we have to try to synthesize and who's safe and who can we talk to and who can we trust and which sources are correct and it can be overwhelming and in addition to that overwhelm is a sense of when is this going to end (laughs) and so I think it's a really uh, important time for us to talk about burnout and I'm really hopeful that by the end of these podcasts that you will have a better idea of how you or your loved ones can avoid it and overcome it. So with that, some of the causes of burnout that I've noticed through the years are the following. Insecurity and purpose or meaning so that you're working so hard, whether it's at home or at a church or uh, in a professional working environment, you're working so hard to prove that you have purpose and meaning. A need to please comes along with that. Uh, a desire to please and a, and a sense of, am I, am I accepted? Am I pleasing? Low self-worth can also be a cause of burnout. Uh, low self-worth can lead to a sense of bad boundaries because if you don't value yourself and love yourself well enough to take care of working out, eating well, uh, alone time if you, when, when and if you need it, time with community when and if you need it, If you don't have enough self-worth to be able to say no and tap into what it is that you need, then it can lead to burnout. No vision or lack of vision for your life. That can also lead to burnout. And then finally, an unhealthy view of God. Sense that God is a demanding taskmaster who is always going to be asking more of you and you're never doing enough and he will only be pleased when you have done more. So those are some of the causes. Some of the results of that and pain points that some of you might be feeling are a survival mindset. You don't know how to thrive. You don't know how to to enjoy life. You don't have hobbies anymore. You just survive and you go from one thing to the next. And maybe even the books and the, the shows that you, the books you read and the shows you watch are all bent on survival because you just run on adrenaline. Poor mentorship can also be a result or a cause, right? If you haven't been mentored well and how to set boundaries and how to take care of yourself and what it means to love yourself and is it okay to love yourself, um, then there's very few examples you have to draw on to take care of yourself. Bad or no rhythms and healing rhythms, healthy rhythms, like working out, eating well, not drinking too much coffee, not drinking too much alcohol, things like that. Too many commitments, fear of silence or sitting still, and also avoiding the internal life. Avoiding your internal life and not taking the time to slow down and explore the shadow within and, and do that with a counselor or do that with a friend 
or explore why it is you feel this need to please or why it is that you have a lack of vision. Avoiding that and avoiding that internal life can also lead to a crashing and burning. So friends, it's a heavy subject. (laughs) It's not an easy one. However, I stand here as one who has gone through the, the, the immense heartache and heartbreak and breakdown that burnout can bring, and yet recovered through the help of friends, through the help of counselors, through the help of many different resources, and through the help of my relationship with the Lord. And I want to give you hope today. If you leave with one thing at the end of this short session, this short introductory session, it's that there is hope to one, avoid burnout. You don't have to burn out. And two, to recover if that's where you're at. And so uh, if you want to hear more about the resources that we have on a weekly basis and tools and practical exercises, uh, I would just ask that and remind you to sign up for the Live the More newsletter, for our email newsletter. You can go to the podcast show notes to find that or livethemore.com. And we have many resources that, that we try to give to our readers on our uh, email subscription newsletter. So next week, we're going to dive into some of these causes and talk about how can you address some of these causes of burnout and how can you grow and thrive despite the pain, despite the suffering, despite the challenge, and live the more. Thank you.